Recently, someone close to me experienced a major burglary. After calling the police, he called me. That's what my friends do and I'm thankful they do. I kept him on the phone while I threw on some clothes and sped over to his house. This is a strong, independent man who was shocked at the intimacy of the invasion of his home. When I got there, we walked from room to room, astonished at how much had been stolen. That night, I couldn't leave, not even to go home for my evening medications and supplements. That night, I couldn't sleep while my buddy was in such turmoil. So we sat up staring at the empty space where the TV had been. He's not on the renal diet and all he had that I could eat was some chicken, no fruit, no vegetables. And I was too busy being with him to exercise. This was my good buddy of over 30 years standing. The next morning, another friend came over to help with security devices and spend time with our mutual friend. I got to go home, take my morning medications, and crawl into bed for half an hour. But then our mutual friend had to go to work, so I went back to my buddy's house and spent the day helping him try to list what was missing, what to do about the insurance, how to handle going to work, etc. The word spread, and, suddenly, a third friend was coming to spend the night with him and another couple joined them to make dinner. I could go home again. But I was exhausted. I ate stupidly, Chinese restaurant food with all that sodium. I even ate rice, and here I am on a low-carbohydrate diet. I sat in the living room like a zombie while Bear waited on me hand and foot. Even with all this help, my buddy needed to see me daily. I was his strength. So we ran around rummaging up some receipts he'd need for the insurance. But I could see he was feeling better. Our mutual friends were amazing, including those who couldn't leave work to come so kept phoning and texting instead. A different someone else stayed with him overnight again. Then he only needed to see me for a quick hug. And yet another someone else stayed with him overnight again. He didn't really need me anymore, which is great because I started breaking down. I have chronic kidney disease. I need to sleep adequately, and with my BiPAP. I need to follow the renal diet. I need to exercise. I need to rest. I did very little of any of this during the trauma itself, and that's alright. This is my long-term buddy, as grown up and mature as he is, and he needed me. But what did I do to myself? You guessed it. Right away, my blood pressure shot up and that's a bad thing. Why? Let me tell you. Or you can go to what is it and how did I get it? Early stage chronic kidney disease, page 9. Through my research, I began to understand what high blood pressure, HPB, has to do with renal disease. HPB can damage small blood vessels in the kidneys to the point that they cannot filter the waste from the blood as effectively as they should. Nephrologists may prescribe HBP medication to prevent your CKD from getting worse since these medications reduce the amount of protein in your urine. Not too surprisingly, most CKD-related deaths are caused by cardiovascular problems. What about the stress? What was that doing to my poor overworked kidneys? I went to the book of blogs, Moderate Stage Chronic Kidney Disease, Part 2 for the answer to that one. First you feel the fight-or-flight syndrome which means you are releasing hormones. The adrenal glands which secrete these hormones lay right on top of your kidneys. Your blood sugar raises, too, and there's an increase in both heart rate and blood pressure. Diabetes, blood sugar, and hypertension, blood pressure, both play a part in chronic kidney disease. That's two strikes against me. I almost hesitate to think about exercise. Or the lack of it for several consecutive days. This is one of the points about treating prediabetes, which I have and so do so many of you, from the Mayo Clinic at http colon slash slash www.mayoclinic.org slash diseases conditions slash prediabetes slash basic slash treatment slash con 20024420 which was included in slow it down CKD 2015.
losing excess pounds. If you're overweight, losing just 5 to 10% of your body weight, only 10 to 20 pounds, 4.5 to 9 kilograms, if you weigh 200 pounds, 91 kilograms, can reduce the risk of developing type 2 diabetes. To keep your weight in a healthy range, focus on permanent changes to your eating and exercise habits. Motivate yourself by remembering the benefits of losing weight, such as a healthier heart, more energy and improved self-esteem. And the renal diet? We mustn't forget about the renal diet. In the book of blogs, Moderate Kidney Disease, Part 1 I quoted from http colon slash slash www.yourkidneys.com slash kidney education slash treatment slash living a full life after a chronic kidney disease diagnosis slash 3189 which is part of yourkidneys.com from Davida. Depending on what stage of chronic kidney disease you're in, your renal dietitian will adjust the amounts of protein, sodium, phosphorus and potassium in your diet. In addition, carbohydrates and fats may be controlled based on conditions such as diabetes and cardiovascular disease. The CKD non-dialysis diet includes calculated amounts of high-quality protein. Damaged kidneys have a difficult time getting rid of protein waste products, so cutting back on non-essential protein will put less stress on your kidneys. Have I done more permanent damage to my kidneys? I'm hoping not since it was just a few days and I made the conscious decision to be with my buddy instead of tending to myself. Let's consider this a cautionary tale instead. Until next week. Keep living your life.